We are ending the educational summer activities series with part four, which is build a business. Now, part four was divided into two episodes because I didn't want to make it too long for you. And I didn't want to give you way too much information to do with your kiddos while they're building their entrepreneur project during the summer. So in the last episode, episode 204, we talked about the first five days of building the business. So that was day one through five. And then in this episode, we're gonna finish it off with day six through 10 about how to finish building the business. Now, if you haven't listened to all of the educational summer activity series, I do a good variety of different activities you can do with your kiddos. And all these activities, you can do it from kids, I wanna say ages five and up. You can make it simpler for them, or you can have them do it independently if that is where they are at. Now, a brief overview of the type of activities that I did already and went over, and you can go back and go through it at your time and pace. Part one was genealogy story tree. A great one to learn about your own history with your kiddos through stories, through your own ancestors. Such a cool episode. Part two was a steam egg drop. Our family loves doing this every year. Just imagine having a egg capsule flying off of somewhere high. Ours was out of our second story room. (laughs) But definitely go listen to that episode if that's the kind of things that your kids love to do. Number three was restaurant nights. These are for all the kiddos who love to cook, who love to entertain, maybe who love to put things together. That's a great one as a family and hint, hint for you mama so you can get a night off of dinner duty. And then part four is this one, which is building a business. The first um, half of this part was in the last episode and we're finishing off with today's episode, which we'll talk more into day six through 10 about building a business with your kiddos for their kid entrepreneur summer project. All right, let's jump into all of that. And if you ever want to connect with me, ask me questions or have an idea or think of like a topic you would love for me to go over in one of these episodes or maybe if you think I might have an activity for that subject, the best place to contact me is on Instagram at Kavai underscore Aquin. That's at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. And if I have a activity that goes well with that subject, because I probably do, (laughs) probably because there's a whole bunch, I would love to share it with you. And you can take that and utilize that with your family and your kids too. All right, let's jump into this episode. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to the final part or final episode of Educational Summer Activity Series. This is the ending part of part four because I had to divide it into two episodes. 
I get it, mamas. You guys are busy. Just like me, I got some five kids and I love just getting in and out of these podcast episodes, listening in to see what speaks most to me and then going back to the real life that's literally outside my door. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about the last days of building a business in 10 days with your kiddos. So this is mainly for your kids' entrepreneur project. They can start now in the summer. Now, if you didn't listen to the other episode, the first part, definitely go do that because (laughs) that needs to be kind of done before this part. Um, But the main goal of this kid entrepreneur project is to allow your kid to have a huge imagination around it. I know for myself, there has been so many times in my life where people have looked at me and been like, that's just crazy, goodbye. Like, uh. and then eventually it turned to, because I kept doing like crazy ideas, trying new things, like, why not? Like, let's see what happens. I wasn't afraid to fail in that sense. And <laughs> eventually people would just look at me and be like, yeah, you would do something like that. I wouldn't. And now when I talk about a new project, people are like, mm. <laughs> That is so you. But I realized that I had to break through a box. And maybe you have felt that same way, where you had to break through the box of other people's opinions, other people's um, thoughts or negativity in order for you to imagine and think about and actually do some of these things in your life. So that's how I look at this kid entrepreneur project for your kiddos. We don't want to ever create a box around them, right? And I know that's never the intention for any of us mamas. And that is how we can keep that box from ever forming around them is through a project like this. Let their imagination run wild. Let them jot it on paper. Let them actually research it and go through it and see how far it will go. Because that way they can see for themselves, like, I can dream. I can, like, go beyond. I can go and dig through things, refine it along the way, rather than never getting started. So that's just my little spill about this educational um kid entrepreneur educational project um and if that's kind of how you feel too then let's jump in to day three i was gonna say thrix hello six through ten now just a recap day one through two we talked about brainstorming ideas for a problem that they can solve quick tip hey if you already did that with them, great. Um, one thing you can always continue to encourage them to do because I love learning every single day and applying things every single day. Just let them know, hey, if you ever are faced with a problem in whatever you're doing, whether it's um, a homework project, whether it's something um, on your electronics, whether it's with a friend, no matter what it is, if you ever are faced with a project, I want you to jot it down. Because that is an idea for a problem that could be solved and could be eventually a business. Just saying. But now that you have planted that in their head, they are more aware of it. So that's what we talked about (laughs) in the last episode. Uh, Day one, day two was about brainstorming ideas. Day three to five was actually doing some market research. You can go as in-depth as you want with your kiddos into this. Or you can just be very surface and just research if there's, you know, businesses that do the same thing and so forth. 
It's up to you. And especially where your kids are at. Now for days six through seven, we're actually going to create a business because you had them pick one. One of their main ideas that they would love to dive more into, that they're super excited about, that they were like, I need this in my life. You want that energy around it with your kids because they're going to be more willing to actually do the rest of the project. (laughs) And here's another quick tip that I'm going to throw in there. If it's getting overwhelming, take a break. Just be like, okay, we're going to come back to this um, entrepreneur project on this day in a couple of days in 30 minutes, whatever it is. It's okay to not have to like drive this down into them. Just like summer is more of a relaxing thing. (laughs) You don't want to put something, you know, in their plate that discourages them. Just be like, okay, we're gonna come back to it. But I just wanna give you permission for that because I know sometimes as an overachiever and as somebody who has to stay on schedule and organized, I push things a little bit too hard on my kiddos. and. I had to remind myself like, okay, it's okay to take a step back and just be like, we're going to come back. We're going to come back to this. All right. Day six through seven, (laughs) create the business. So now that they did market research, you're going to let them know we're going to have fun with this. I want you to create a name for it. Bring it to life and have them throw out some fun names, have them, you know, maybe have them go around to the family and vote which name could be the best or the top let them have some fun with that so pick a name the second thing to do is like really have them write down what does their business do and what problem does it solve i know we kind of went through this in number one but now you're just bringing it back down so if they already wrote it down perfect you're just now creating a business plan essentially you're gonna have the name of the business what their business does and what problem it solves. Woo, it's coming into play. The next thing you wanna write down is maybe some list of products or services that their business will offer. Tell them you wanna keep it simple. You don't want this whole list. I I want you to imagine, what is it? Cheesecake Factory's menu. I love Cheesecake Factory, nothing against them. But sometimes when you look at it, it's too much choices. And on the flip side, I like a lot of choices sometimes because I'm like, I don't know what to eat. Maybe I'll eat a little bit of everything. But for your kids' sake, we don't want to create that just yet. You want them to create a business that's very simple. Think one to three products. That's it. (laughs) You don't want too many things getting too crowded. We're just trying to build an entrepreneur project for them to have an idea for them to have. We want to keep it simple. So one to three products or services and you want to list it down that they do you're almost having them create not just the business plan but all also like a brochure of having them show people what they do now the next thing to do is have them think about would they want their business to be a brick and mortar business and if you don't know what that is that's basically a business with a location like a physical location if that's it you want them to go and pick a place. Like, where would you want this business to be? Um, I would encourage them to think of, I know we're going beyond imagination, but let them know, like, if you actually created this business right now, where would be the best location? And maybe you have them go look around um, on a map or you drive them around and say, okay, where are some good places that would thrive with a business? 
drive through places where maybe it wouldn't be the best idea, but you can show it to them. Would this be a best, like best place for your business? How about this? Can you think of any place? Where would you have it? Why would you have it there? Because now you're having them think like a business person. Where is going to be a lot of traffic for their people to come through and buy their things? Or maybe they'll have an online business. If they have an online business, have them think about what they need to do in order for their business to thrive. Do they need a website? Or do they need to collect some emails? How are they going to get their business out there? And so forth. So those are some things you want them to consider. The reason why I say day six through seven, because all of these things are not meant for you to just go through like in one half an hour session. Like, no, take some time, let them really think about it. Let them play with it. Like just the name itself, just start with that and be like, pick a name, pick maybe five and then go and ask your family and friends, which one is their favorite. So take time with each one that works best for you and your kiddos. Oh, sorry. The last thing about day six to seven to ask your kid is who is your target market? And they're going to be like, what does that mean, mom? Basically, who are you trying to sell to? What age is the person? Is it boys? Is it girls? Is it both? Who are you trying to sell your product and service to? What do they all have in common that you're trying to sell You know, this thing to? That way they have an idea of who they're trying to reach. That will also influence where their business should be and so forth. So all of these things, just in case you're taking a whole bunch of notes, will be in my show notes. I forgot to mention that. So don't worry if you missed any of it or if you're like trying to rewind and go back, it's okay. You can pause right now, go to my show notes, take whatever you need out of there and then come back. I encourage you what to do is just write down notes if you can of things that relate specifically to your kid that pop up in your head. All right, now that you started that portion, the next part, day eight through nine, is talking about money. Kid entrepreneurship is not kid entrepreneurship if you're not talking about money. So now you're gonna ask them some nitty gritty stuff. How much do you think it's gonna cost you to start this business? And if they're like, I don't know, Start putting some numbers through if they have a product. Say, okay, well, how much does it cost to make the product or to buy certain things to create the product or service that you need to do? Have them do some research in that. That's what I love about these projects. They are doing doing active research. I can't even talk. (laughs) Sorry. They're doing active research for their kid entrepreneur project. This also extends beyond this kid entrepreneur project into any other type of research that they need to do in any other type of schoolwork. So you are creating habits in them through these summer activities that they can use throughout life. And I love that about these activities. So ask them, how much does it cost to start up? What do you need to start up for it? And let's just go write down some prices. What is the cost of your products? What is the cost of your services? What do you need in order to actually do your service? Do you need some tools or things? That's how you get them to start listing down what they need. That's why I said um, in the beginning, only pick one to three products because you want to make it as simple as as possible. And let's say they chose three products and they got to this point about money and they're like, whoa, there's a lot that we're going to need. Well, this is where you can teach them how to pivot and say, okay, well, 
How about we just focus on one or two of those products instead of all three? Would that be more easier and simpler to focus on? And if it is, go on with that. Now from there, you can go, okay, we're gonna, let's say three was too much products and you went down to one. Let's just do one, simple. How much does it cost to start it up? How much does it cost to actually like put it together or use it for this service? And then what you're gonna have them do is think about profit. Remember in day three to five, you had them do some market research. Let's say they found the place that does the business like them or very similar to it. And then you had them look at how much they charge for businesses, like for their services or their products for businesses, for their products. Well, in this part, what you're gonna have them do is go, okay, now that you know how much it costs for your products and all those things, if you have to create a product, you're also gonna be thinking about how much time it's gonna take them to create the product and so forth because time is money too. And then what you're gonna do is, how, what is the difference? You see this other people, they charge X amount. So let's say they charge $20 and your child figured out that it's gonna cost them about $7, or let's keep it simpler, $5 to create the pot, um, product. Well, there's a $15 difference there. And you're like, okay, they're probably super excited. Yeah, $15 profit. You're like, almost $15 profit. Let's take into account how much time it'll create the product. If there's any other overhead that needs to be paid, like let's say they decided to do a brick and mortar place. You gotta talk about rent. <laughs> you got, Or maybe if they pick online, you gotta talk about how much does it cost to actually you know, pay for a website and so forth. So now you're making the business more realistic. And it's not to discourage them, but to show them, okay, like after we paid for a website and so forth, now our profit margin, that's profit margin, went from $15 to $10 or so forth. And then from there, what you do now, you create, okay, well, if it costs us X amount to sell something, and this is how much we would make for it. How much do you need to really like start making a profit? I know I didn't talk about this in the beginning, um, but this is a good time to stop and have them make a goal with their business and then go, okay, well, now that we see some numbers, what would you like to make? Is there something that they personally have as a goal that costs money, whether it's a trip, whether it's buying something for themselves, whatever it is, is there a goal for them? Say, okay, if you wanted to go on this trip to Hawaii, how much does that cost? Throw out a number for them, or maybe you can have them look it up. Love, I love Googling and research. Have them look it up and then go, okay, you need, let's say $1,000 to go. Well, you made $10 here. How much products do you need um, in order to make that profit goal? How much do you need to sell? Where do you need to sell it? <laughs> this is where you can have them really start building a business towards a goal. And that's how you can continue to have your kids be excited for something. Because if they see that this is viable, this is going to take only an X amount of time and they can go to Hawaii, like, whoa, <laughs> that is awesome, mom. Let's see if we can really work towards this. Can we do this? 
And that's what day eight to nine is all about when you're talking about money. You're trying to show them what is possible with this business. And day 10 is simple. Can they start this now? <laughs> the reason why I say that is because sometimes, like I said, we're not putting a cap on their imagination. If they have some cool idea, but it can't be started right now, well, what would be a better time frame for that? What do they need to start it up? Do they need funding? Do they need to do more research? Do they actually need to develop a product that hasn't ever been made? Like, hey, let them go through that conversation and that idea and explore that. This is where you can be like, okay, like, don't worry. This is kind of the process of a business. Yes, some businesses might be started right now. Most businesses don't start at that moment you think about it. But it's okay. Let's see where we can start it, how long it will take and like plan for it if that's something they really want to do. The other thing is you still have a whole list of brainstorming ideas your kiddos can explore and go through. That's how you get them excited for this. You attach it to that goal, remind them of, hey, let's see if something that we can actually start right now. If the business that you started with and went all the way through with your kids can be started right now put it into motion put some real dates attached to it put some real goals attached to it and actually have them start it have them create that business take it you know through the year whatever it is that that time frame that works best and let them work through it one thing to have the conversation about is letting them know that majority all, I'm going to say all of the successful business owners out there, millionaires, billionaires, even people who are making six-figure incomes, no matter what, whoever is an entrepreneur have failed at something many times in order for it to succeed. But the whole goal of this is to just get them started, have them do something, and then just let them know, like, we want to start something. We don't know where it's going to go. I love putting faith into it, and I talk I talk to my kids about praying about it and letting them know, like, hey, pray about it. Have a conversation with God about it. And let them know, your children know, like, this is how we take a step. Yes, God says to pray, so let's pray. But also God said, we got to move. So, hey, let's take a step and move with this business and see where it goes. Ask God to guide our steps through it see what happens, see if we need to pivot and turn and trust in him and have faith and boom, your business, you, you never know. It could explode. It could pivot to something else. It might be the stepping stone to something even better. That's the beauty of business. Failure is not something to fear. It's never getting started and regretting. That's the part like that always hits me the most. And that's something like to have a good conversation with your kid about like, it's, there's nothing wrong with failing because failure always leads to a lesson. There's always a lesson. And if you focus on the lesson, then that can guide you to what is better. There is always something better. All right. So from here, where are you going to go? Well, start with. If you haven't started with day one, start with day one. If you went through day one and f through five already, start with day six with your kiddos and see where it goes. And if you go through any of these educational activities for your summer with your kiddos, 
I would love to hear about it. And the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. And that's at Kawai underscore Aquin at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. Tell me all about it. I love to just cheer you and your kiddos on. And it just warms my heart that, hey, you're doing something with your kids that is educational, that is relationship building, that is all about money sometimes or all about building their knowledge up and wisdom up in something. It just lights me up. All right, my friends, definitely go do something today that lights you up too. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.